I'm Mary Engish, and it's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, brought to you by Gardener Supply and Vermont Victory Greenhouses. Hey there, Charlie. Good morning, Mary. Well, colder temperatures are upon us, and the holidays are upon us as well. We're thinking about decorating. Um, And I know you have a story that you want to share. Yes. So when I was a boy growing up in Connecticut, uh, my mother would always send me out this time of year into the forest behind where my grandfather's farm was. And there's all this mountain laurel that was growing there. And that mountain laurel is a broadleaf evergreen, grows really well as an understory plant in a forest. And it is the state flower of Connecticut, by the way. (laughs) And she would send me out to get uh, branches of it to bring back because she had this brick flower area, I guess you might say, uh, embedded in the porch. And she would always put the sprigs of those mountain laurel plants in there and that would be her winter decoration for right in front of the house. So I was thinking about that as a way to create nice uh, holiday decorations using natural materials and using containers. So if you had a plastic container, you don't want to use clay because that'll break in the winter, but a plastic container with some uh, potting soil in it, Then you can go gathering all these different materials. So evergreen boughs, you can get, of course, the pine and the spruce and the fir and put sprigs of those in. And you can take some cuttings of rhododendron. Try not to get the cuttings with the buds on them because those are flowers. And you can put those in there. And then you can decorate it further with colorful things like berries. So you can get the hollies or the winter berries. Uh, We have some snow berries and coral berries, which are really beautiful colored berries. Uh, You can even use crab apples and put some of those kind of in there too. And then for texture, you can get some ornamental grasses maybe, or even pine cones and acorns. Why not? So you can just have fun with it with kids or your grandkids or just to put it all together. And you can put this container outside your house so you can see it from the inside and the snow will be on it and the birds might come in and taste some of the berries. So it'll be kind of a nice little wildlife area too all winter long. I'm glad you said that about the clay pot cracking because I was thinking to myself, oh, we have that nice big, oh, okay, don't use that one. (laughs) Charlie, it's question time and we're going to do another speed weeding round. Folks want to know more about putting their especially no-dig gardens to bed for winter time. So let's start off with a couple of questions from Michaela asking, should I top dress with compost or straw? No and yes. (laughs) No compost this time of year because it's just going to sit there and any nutrients in it are going to erode away because of the rain and the winter, winds and snow and all that. But yes, for straw, because it's going to protect the soil. Next question, should I incorporate all of that straw into the soil or just leave it? You just want to leave it because if you incorporate it into the soil, you're going to break one of the principles of no-dig gardening. Ah, we'll be coming around to that too because you don't want to disturb that soil. Just use it like layers. Just put it on top and leave it there. The microbes and earthworms will find it and they'll love it. Next question, should I pull up current vegetables and leave the stalks and leaves there or compost them elsewhere? Ah, so if you have healthy vegetables, the plants are pretty healthy, not a lot of insect and diseases, you do a thing called chop and drop. So take your head trimmer, chop it down into little pieces, leave it there, stem, leaves, everything. Just leave it there on the soil as a nice way to protect the soil. Now, if you had some plants that were heavily diseased, like a tomato, for example, then you want to cut it off at the soil line and remove it because you don't want to leave the disease there. But then And of course, you come back with the hay or straw, like we talked about earlier, and you can cover the soil that way. 
And next question from Anna. I followed Charlie's no-dig method last spring. It was a big success. Anything I need to do to put it to bed for winter? Keeping the soil covered at all times is really important. So it could be with hay, straw, chopped leaves, grass clippings, anything. But you want to keep that soil covered because that's going to protect the microbes in the soil from uh, erosion and, and fluctuating temperatures and all of those things. And the healthier they are, the better they are. Next spring, all you do is come in with some compost, put it right on the top layer, and you just plant right into that. Okay, if you've got questions, send them to us at vermontpublic.org. Search All Things Gardening. Submit your question there. And listen back to this wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome, Mary. And I'll be seeing you in the garden. <laughs>